Hi and welcome. My name is Dean. It is June 25th, 2020. And welcome to the very first episode of what will become the Content Management Bible podcast. My name is Dean Barker. I am the Senior Director of Content Management Strategy at a company called Episerver. It's a content management and digital experience company. I've been working in the content management space for between 20 and 25 years, depending on how you count. Uh, content management has been the primary focus of my professional life, I think it's fair to say. And let me explain a bit about what I'm doing here. This introduction is not the introduction to the book, which I'll talk about later. This is kind of a meta introduction to the podcast, just to give you some idea about um, what's coming. Um, as I said, it's June 25th, 2020. It's the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, if you're listening to this sometime far in the future. Um, during the pandemic, I was very interested to see hobbies and different things people took up on the internet um, to occupy their time or to take their mind off the situation. Uh, for instance, John Krasinski did his Some Good News uh, YouTube show, and there were all sorts of things popping up that people were doing. And I noticed with interest, some guy somewhere decided to create a YouTube channel to read the Dungeon Master's Guide from the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game, which I used to play back in high school. And I watched a little bit of one episode, and he, he filmed it, and he got the book, and he got a beer, and he just sat down and he started reading this. And, and I thought that was fascinating, and I started to think that I would maybe like to do some podcasting, and could I do something like that? And so I looked around for things that I could read. And... Um, I settled on a book that was published uh, 20 years ago. There were actually two editions of the book. I believe one was in 2001 and one was in 2005, but I keep finding different dates, so I can't be sure about that. But the book is called um, Content Management Bible. I will refer to it as the Content Management Bible, but technically it is just Content Management Bible. It was written by a guy named Bob Boyko, who's a professor at the iSchool at the University of Washington. And when it was published, just around the turn of the century, around 2000, content management um, was an emerging discipline. We had been doing things on the web. Actually, I'm going to back that. I'm going to walk that phrase back. Digital content management or web content management was an emerging discipline. Content management hadn't been around for many years. And I want to make sure I, I pay respect to the history that came long before the web and the Internet was even a thing. But web content management really pushed content management to the forefront. And Bob wrote this book, and it was published by Wiley. And it's a very large book. It has 52 chapters, I want to say, spread over five parts. The book is about 1,100 pages long. My copy is the second edition of the book. There were just two editions. Uh, Bob has written several other books. In fact, uh, Bob wrote a book called Laughing at the CIO, which is one of my favorite books of all time. And he's written... I think close to a dozen books around uh, information management and content management. So I thought, you know, I could do a podcast where I just read the content management Bible. Um, I'll talk about how that turned out to be a very, very bad idea in, in just a second. But I have the book in front of me here. In fact, I will rifle through the pages and hopefully you'll be able to hear this on the mic. Those are all the pages of the content management Bible. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, my book is Battle Worn. It's um, dog-eared and highlighted, and I've written in the margin, and I have a bunch of sticky notes sticking out from the spine. I'm not sure why, but um, I read the book back when it first came out. 
Weirdly, I remember the moment when I finished it. I was carrying it with me. If it, you know, Kindles came out in 2007, and if I got the book today, I would get an ebook version of it because it's so large. Um, but at the time I read it, I, I got the physical copy of the book and I carried it around with me and I was traveling a bit. I was doing consulting at the time I read it and it was a big book to carry around, but I, I was determined to get through all 1100 pages of it. And I remember finishing it. I don't know why I remember this moment when I finished it, but it was on a flight into Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where I live and it got diverted due to a thunderstorm and it landed in Kansas city. And I remember finishing the book right at the moment this plane landed in Kansas city on my way back to uh, Sioux Falls. And I've kept the book ever since. It's occupied kind of a hallowed place on my bookshelf. And so I thought, well, you know what? I'll start a podcast and I'll read the Content Management Bible. Now, uh, the author, Bob Boyko, is an acquaintance of mine. Um, we've communicated over the web, over the internet several times. And then um, six or seven years ago, I was in Seattle and we had breakfast together on the campus of the University of Washington. And Bob is wonderful. And He's really a legend in the uh, content management space. And uh, I wrote Bob, I emailed him and I said, hey, this is kind of what I plan to do. I plan to start a podcast where I'm just going to read your entire book. And he wrote back with a question to say, you don't mean you're actually going to read the entire book. And I responded in the affirmative. And um, as for the rest of the conversation, I can I can characterize Bob's reaction to this project as um, amused. He was a little incredulous. He expressed skepticism that anyone would want to hear it, but I remained undeterred. Um, I, I teach at a university in Austria. I teach uh, content management uh, at a university and I had to finish the summer term. And so the whole thing got delayed about six weeks. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, I sat down here in my home office in my home in Sioux Falls and um, I turned on my microphone and I turned to page one and I started reading and I read the entire first page. And then I stopped the recording and I played it back. And uh, it was awful. It was really terrible. Uh, the book just doesn't really lend itself, I think, to be an audio book. And so very, very quickly, the idea of reading it verbatim kind of went out the window. Um, additionally, um, obviously, very, very long. Uh, that first page took me like four minutes to read and there are 1100 pages. So we'd be looking at a whole lot of content that I just don't think anybody would sit through. So I took the introduction and I have recorded the entire introduction episode, which hopefully you'll be able to listen to right after this. Um, and I started experimenting with different levels of um, summarization or um, commentary. And I think I've reached a pretty good level where what I'll do is I'll go through a chapter and I'll pick out the salient parts, the major points I want to get across, and then I'll do selections that kind of get those points across. And then I do break it sometimes and make some commentary. I did send the first episode to some friends to listen to and give feedback. One of my concerns was that I want to be clear when I'm reading from Bob's words, and then I want to be clear to differentiate that from when I'm speaking commentary of my own words. And everybody assured me, well, the couple of people that responded assured me that uh, that was fine and that was very clear. Um, I do need to make one legal announcement and then one self-deprecating admission. So I'll start with a legal announcement. The legal announcement is that I am officially uh, connected to two different organizations. I am still an equity partner in a company called Blend Interactive. That was a company I started in 2005. It's a content management consultancy. Uh, they were Episerver's very first North American partner in 2008. Um, I worked at Blend for 14 years. I left Blend late last year, but I am still an equity partner. I own about one third of Blend. So that's one organization that I'm, I'm 
uh, legally associated with. And the other one is Episerver itself. I am a senior level employee at Episerver. Um, I want to be clear that this podcast is my own personal project. It's not being done as an employee or an agent of any other organization. And I need to mention that because Wiley owns the copyright to this book. And I am going to be reading sections of this book that would exceed what would be allowable by fair use. So clearly, <laughs> Wiley could draft a cease and desist letter and tell me to stop doing this. Bob and I did have a brief conversation about it. Bob thinks they'll be okay with it. Um, but we'll see if somebody from Wiley is listening to this and you're drafting a cease and desist letter, just be sure to send it to me personally. Don't send it to Blender or Episerver. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is just kind of an admission. Um, and that is that it, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have never done any podcasting before. In fact, I don't even listen to podcasts and I have nothing against podcasts. But I'm just, I'm never in a position to be able to listen to them. I live in Sioux Falls, which is a smaller town. And my um, commute to work is, was like 10 minutes when I did commute. Now I don't even commute. So I don't do a lot of driving. And um, I don't take the train for like an hour. And if I ever go for a walk or run or a bike ride, I don't tend to listen to anything. So I'm just never really in a position where I can listen to podcasts. And if I had it in the background when I was trying to work, I wouldn't be able to concentrate. So I've never done a lot with podcasting. Um, I will, I'll be honest, I barely understand how podcasting works. It has something to do with an RSS feed. Um, I'm recording these words now into a program called Camtasia by TechSmith. Um, it's actually a screencasting program. It lets you do um, screencasts and screen videos. I've used it for years and I'm fairly good with it. I did download a, a more expansive product from Adobe, but it was just too much. And uh, Camtasia is very good. And I'm recording this in Camtasia now. And I'm going to end up with an MP3. And I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you. At this moment, as I'm speaking these words, I have no idea what I'm going to do with that, AM, that MP3. But if you are listening to this via iTunes or Spotify, then I guess um, uh, cheers to me because I figured it out. So um, I did some other things. I found some music. I found, I found this nice jazz tune that I liked and I paid $20 for it. And um, so I, I have a little theme music that you probably heard on the way in. And then the way I recorded the book is you don't what you're listening to right now. I have now been talking for 10 minutes and 25 seconds. This will probably be the longest span of uninterrupted talking you will hear for this entire project. Um, what I did was I recorded it in sections. So I recorded like a section that was maybe three or four minutes, five minutes at the most. And then I have, you know, 10 seconds of bumper music. And then I kind of go into the next section and uh, the introduction chapter ended up being 27 minutes long. Um, I'm not sure how I'm going to manage the size of episodes. I probably don't want to go over a half an hour. Uh, but some of the chapters in the book are long. There's a chapter in the book towards the end that's 75 pages long. So I am going to have to experiment with different levels of summary. And I hope you bear with me during that. I, I do have a good mic set up. I hope that I, my sound quality is good right now. Um, I work from home now. And... Um, I spend most of my time on Zoom calls. So I bought a Blue Yeti microphone, which has been wonderful. I did a webinar once and I heard kind of the pop sound when I made the P sound. So I went and got a pop filter and then that was taking up a bunch of space on my desk. So I went and got a boom um, arm for the mic. And so I, I kind of looked at it at one point and it really looked like a podcasting setup. So I said, wow, I have all the gear. Maybe I should just go ahead and do this. Uh, so I hope the sound quality is good. Um, just a couple warnings in advance that... Um, I am doing this from home and uh, I have a dog. I have an 11 year old Labrador retriever who is convinced that anybody who walks on the street outside is a serial killer. 
and um, she may start barking. If it gets really bad, I'll probably re-record the section. But if you do hear my dog barking in the background, please forgive me for that. Also, I'm in the basement. Um, I live in the American Midwest where everybody has basements. And about eight feet behind me through a wall is the furnace and, and also the air conditioner. And sometimes that will kick on while I'm talking and you'll kind of hear a low hum in the background. And I apologize for that. If it gets too bad, maybe I'll like re-record a section or something. Um, finally, let me just say that I'm not putting any pressure on myself for this. Um, this is a very long book. This is 50 some odd chapters. If I was to do an episode every single week, it would still take me a year. And I promise you, I'm not going to do an episode every single week. Uh, if I do one every two weeks, I'll be, I'll be very happy. So this project is um, two years at minimum, three years. I'm in this for the long haul and I'm really going to enjoy the experience. Um, I've never done podcasting before, like I said, but I have several opportunities so, suddenly out of nowhere. Uh, several professional opportunities have come up for me to do some podcasting. So in some senses, this is going to be a learning experience for me. Um, again, I'm not putting any pressure on myself. I'm just going to do an episode when um, kind of the timing is right. Uh, I think the beauty of podcasting is that you get notified when there's a new episode. So just um, understand that sometimes you'll go a period of several weeks and there will be no episode and then suddenly there might be two of them. So um, that's all I have for this particular introduction. I hope that explained the background of the project and why I'm doing this. Like I said, I have recorded the, um, the introduction of the book. This is the introduction to the podcast, but I have actually recorded the introduction to the book and hopefully you'll be able to listen to that as soon as we're done here. So Welcome to the Content Management Bible Podcast. I'm excited to get started, and I hope you enjoy it along with me. And I'll just close by saying that the air conditioner just went off in the wall behind me. I don't know if you can hear that sound in the background, but that's what it's going to sound like when it happens. So uh, with that, uh, I will sign off. Thank you very much.